Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 7 of the IT Pro Podcast. This is Rich Hay from ITProToday.com. Good to be with you here. We just finished up our IT Dev Connections Conference in Dallas, Texas last week, and I had an opportunity to sit down and talk with another member of the Azure Cloud Ops Advocate team. This time, I got to sit down with Anthony Bartolo. He's one of the, the folks that Rick Klaus mentioned in Episode 6 when I interviewed him at Ignite, but we had an opportunity to sit down after I I sat in and attended a session he did about IT pros and IoT. It's not two subjects that come together very often, but after sitting in on a session and then talking to him, which you're going to hear in a minute, it, it is very obvious that IT pros have to become more versed and aware of IoT, Internet of Things, and what impact it could have on their networks and things like that. Uh, you've heard the term shadow IT before. Well, he told some really good stories in his session about some shadow IoT and how uh, large companies have had uh, well-meaning folks come in and put things on the network that then created holes because of lack of password or security because they go buy it straight off the shelf and use it as is. So it was a very insightful session. And so I asked Anthony if he would sit down with me for a little while and talk about the importance of IoT when it comes to IT pros. So that talk follows this right now. So thanks for listening on another episode of the IT Pro Podcast. Here you go. All right. I'm sitting here with Anthony Bartolo. I'll have you tell a little bit about who you are. What do you do at Microsoft? So I am part of the newly formed Cloud Advocates team uh, alongside Rick Claus, Pierre Roman, Pumela, Sonia Kuff, Michael Bender, uh, and Neil Peterson. And we are here to be... Um, the listening post for IT professionals. Um, you know, have the opportunity to speak at conferences, and thank you for the opportunity to speak here at IT Dev Connections. Um, but for me, the real um, exciting piece is you know sitting with individuals as passionate as, as yourself and understand how you're trying to implement technology, what challenges are you facing, um, and I have then the opportunity to ingest that and bring that back into Microsoft into engineering to say this is how these services or these solutions are being deployed or utilized. And this is how we can make it better for people to, to have an easier time implementing the solution or to enable other opportunities that wasn't thought of before. Right. So what's your background? What did you, what'd you come to before Cloud Ops happened? Oh, bounced around a lot of places. Um, level 1 mechanic. Uh, worked on cars and it started my oh, wow. whole journey. I still work on cars with my dad from time to time. Um, I started uh, in the mobile sector. So uh, for about... 15 years, I was the mobile guy. Everything from Windows Phone to BlackBerry to Palm to uh, Android and iPhone. Um, went to Microsoft uh, about 10 years ago to do the Windows Mobile, then, then Windows Mobile, then Windows Phone piece. Um, was at Samsung for a while to do Android for Business um, and started to dabble on the IoT side there too because at that time was was very fledgling for, for Samsung in terms of IoT. And then came back to Microsoft to focus on mobility but more so on identity management and security and it slowly evolved in terms of the um, uptake on IOT and, and the proliferation that's been occurring with IOT right. in the home, in the business. Um, I've been speaking at CES, the Consumer Electronics Show for the last seven, eight years and you start to see it creep up and grow, you know, you have those big TV displays that all the manufacturers have and then you have all these little IOT devices that are going on and I was attending a couple of the sessions, this is where the interest really peaked for me on IoT was great solutions, they do all these type of things, but when you ask the question about security, the response back is, we're not worried about that right, right now, we're worried more about adoption, we're making it easier for people to adopt these solutions, plug and play, add it to your network and away you go, 
And we'll worry about security when it's down the path. Yeah, not, not, maybe not the best approach in right. this day and age of data security and stuff like that. And in fact, here at IT DevCon, you gave a great talk that put two subjects together we don't typically hear matched, IT pros and IoT. And in that session, you talked about those kind of risks, these devices that are coming on. And, and as we were talking before we sit down to start yep. recording, we were talking about shadow IT. And you mentioned that this is kind of a variation, uh, kind of a branch off of shadow IT. Explain that a little bit. We're seeing an evolution of shadow IT now, right? Shadow IT traditionally has been, what can I do for myself to make my life easier in my day-to-day -day activities? Now you're having scenarios where the business decision makers are looking at data, and they're seeing this data come in, they say, I want to capture more, I want to have predictability on X, I want to know why my customers go to this end of the store, I want to know why this product is selling so much better than another product. And they'll look at the development shops and say, hey, can you, you know, make sense of this data? Can we gather more data? How do we capture this? And so, you know, least path of resistance, they show up at a, your local electronic store, grab whatever devices, whether it be a Raspberry Pi and they build something from scratch or off the shelf and plug and play uh, and away you go. And they add it to the, to the infrastructure without telling IT. And IT is there willing away and sometimes they will have notification, hey, this has come up um, in, in the much larger size organizations, but in the mid-size organizations, not so much. And so all this information starts flowing through this device. Um, it's, it's benefiting the, the business from an aspect of capturing this information. But could it be that it's now inflicting on the policy set in place and the rules set in place in terms of security? It's not being thought of because we're being innovative, we're being bold, we're going out and capturing this information. Right. And we're not worried about somebody else coming in and sniffing out that information. We're not worried about what that could also affect on the back end in terms of infrastructure. Um, perfect story, and I love to tell stories on IoT, was the Atlantic City uh, casino that uh, got hacked. Um, there was these fish tanks that were inside of the, uh, the casino, and um, the, the third-party company that manages the fish tanks wanted to have a better automation solution so that they don't have to keep visiting the, 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 right. the um, right. casino. And so they literally went to the pet store and bought these off-the-shelf uh, automatic thermostats that could be controlled over the web. And so they took the thermostats, literally plugged it into the wall, plugged the RJ45 directly into it, plugged it into the fish tank, and they're like, oh, this is awesome. Now I can, you know, monitor all the fish tanks remotely. I don't have to go keep visiting to check the, right. the tank. They connected it directly to um, the back end. So at the, at the casino's at the network. Casino. So, so it's a hardline connection into their router, right? Wow. Literally plugged into the wall. So that, that's not Wi-Fi. This is you're negating all the security capabilities whatsoever. It's directly into the hard in, into the hardwire into the router. And then somebody's sniffing around and they find the IP addresses for these thermostats and find out that this network is the casino and starts digging through. Now you have unfederated access because you've got this gateway that's, you know, the, the, the third party company is managing these thermostats through the gateway and wow, I got full access into the router and I can see everything. Uh, I think the estimated total was $5 million worth of... Wow information for the high rollers for the casino that was so not just pulled. not stealing money stealing data stealing, stealing data. information about the people who spent a lot of money at that casino data is the new bacon yeah right we're in a scenario where you know it, it's data is, is the is the money maker now right what you can do with data is the, the opportunities are endless for good and for bad and you know it, it's been interesting in, in terms of iot what the perceptions are in terms of i can read this data i can get this information i can know how many people are walking to my conference it's like how does that then relate to the environment. Um, perfect example for this hotel, so we're at the Fairmont Dallas beautiful hotel. The south building is actually seven degrees colder than the north building. 
So, in relation in terms of the data, in terms of the IT DevCon, uh, IT Dev Connections Conference, that correlation could also affect the attendees per sessions. Right. So, hey, now we have a track to say, why is there 10% less attendees at this, of these sessions that have been at this room as opposed to the other side? Right. And then you have that correlation. Tie of, that to tie, the temperature. Right. So, and then that's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, there's so many, you know, outcomes that you can come in and, and right. build you're, with that. You're saying there is benefit to understanding and knowing the data. 100%. The hazard is, is how you get that data. Right. And so, you, you talked about in your session about how IT pros... It's IOT is maybe not something they're thinking about. Right. I think IOT is a phrase, Internet of Things is a phrase that people don't necessarily tie the connection that this device is an IOT. Edge computing is another term Microsoft right. uses for these devices. So you had some really great advice for IT pros on how they can take control of this process and kind of step in there and maybe prevent that type of breach in a casino. And you told a great story about a, uh, a food chain up grocer. in Canada, yep. a grocer who they put these boxes in to monitor yep. the refrigerators and ended up having some issues as well. So siloing in organizations in terms of IT pros, stick with IT pros, dev sticks with devs, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a challenge, right? And when it comes to IoT, IT pros throw their hands up in here and say, hey, listen, this is not a VM, this is not a network thing. This is a developer building on a solution. I have no interest in doing it. Right. And, you know, IT pros should look at possibly coming IoT pros, right? Because the fact that these devices are touching your network, they're capturing information that's pertinent to your organization. It's no difference than your SQL database or your doc, document DB database you know, residing wherever that may be um, in regards to the data that's there. It belongs to your organization, which means there is a monetary value to it and it needs to be safeguarded. Uh, these devices are new entryways. If mobile devices are concerned with all the, you know, access to your infrastructure, why wouldn't IoT devices be the Correct. same, right? right? And so, you look at, you know, these devices coming in and the, and the IT pro scratches their head and says, this is an additional cost now I have to look at, right? So, case in point, the, the grocer up in Canada um, deployed these, these gray boxes, so these clone PCs in the manager's offices, they're doing the regulation on the condensers inside of the refrigeration units, and everything is over dial-up. So this is done through a third-party company, third company, third-party companies managing this, this infrastructure. Everything is through dial-up, and they're saying this is secure because we don't, it doesn't touch the, the infrastructure for the organization, so IT Pro doesn't need to be involved, right, because it's right. not touching their network. And lo and behold, you have somebody who's doing, who's doing freaking, testing out phone numbers, finds out this one number, dials in, oh, these are set points. This must be for a refrigeration unit. What, what happens if I set the set points to this and literally take out the refrigeration unit? Right. $80,000 worth of damage because they've gone in and they've blown up the refrigeration unit. Now, the only person that has that notification that refri refri refrigeration unit's going to die is the third-party company. And that means that that third-party company is only watching that one grocer and nobody right. else. Right. So how do they know that this is going to go down and this is going to be a problem? And who was the first... A department that was called when this hack was found out. Probably IT. It was IT. Yeah. And IT is going. I have no idea that this is even right. going on. Right. IT has to have a, sit, a seat at the table. Not only does the business decision maker and the developer need to realize this, IT has to realize this as well. They're also the culprit in this. All have to come together in terms of what is the outcome, what is the desired plan that you want to put forth to implement a proper solution. Right. Too much we're seeing. Oh, the business decision maker wants this to happen. The developers go in and code everything up. Yeah. We're not talking DevOps here. We're not talking, you know, any other co uh, collaboration here. It's just a go in and do it. 
And that's where the whole shadow IT police comes into play because there is no communication between the IT right. pro and the dev right. in respect to this. They go and do it, and then later on when there's a problem, IT is blamed for it, Yeah. right? We talk about IT being seen as a cost center, right? And that whole aspect of that mentality sticking with the, de uh, the developers and the business decision makers on an IoT solution, yeah, we're not going to bother them because, you know, they cost too much. We're not going to implement, we can do it ourselves, we, you know. That's why that relationship has to be there because stuff like the grocer getting hacked, the IT professional would have said, hey, we can put it into the network securely. Here's how we can do it and architect the plan. Yep, they have the technical knowledge to be able to do these things. Not only that, the, the where the data resided was on a window, Windows Vista box running wow. SQL 6.5. To, to this day, right, um, what we needed to acquire the data to do to, some, some analytics, they actually send out USB keys to the locations to pull the information back. Wow. Right? Like it, it was completely, you're scratching your Ancient head. Ancient technology. And this is not a small grocer. This is, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty, pretty big grocer. And it's because IT wasn't involved in terms of the makeup and the architecture of the solution. Right. Had they been involved from the get-go, they would have known, okay, here's how we secure this. This is how we can have backups in, stored in the cloud, on-prem, wherever that may be. And then, you know, even the, the whole data exercise and then understanding what the data can do. Why wouldn't IT be involved in terms of the capabilities or what more you can you can move forward with? You know, having those, that different point of view and perspective makes a world of difference in, in terms fact. of what you can accomplish. And you're talking about breaking down those silos, which is a big problem in any business. Yes. When you're not communicating across Correct. as opposed to vertically, it, it, it creates these kind of situations. Right. Now, during your session, you talked about some news that was announced at Ignite. Yes. IT pros. Okay, I'm an IT pro. You're telling me it's important for me to understand IoT. What kind of resources, I understand Microsoft's got some new resources yes. for that. So uh, at Ignite, we launched Microsoft Learn. Uh, and what's great about that solution is it is free. Um, and I actually built a, a full-on module on the IoT for IT pros. Okay. So specifically targeted to IT pros just to get you know started in terms of the conversation, the capabilities of IoT Hub and IoT Suite uh, and even provision. Now, you, now you're talking about services on Azure. Services, they're, IoT they're, Hub, they're all IoT services. Suite. Correct, they're all services on Azure. Um, the solution, the demo that I provided was it's completely replicated into Microsoft Learn so there's no guesswork. Everything can be okay. duplicated in terms of what I've done on the demo. You don't even, you don't even have to go out and buy uh, a breadboard or a Raspberry Pi or what have you because it's emulated for you. So there's an emulation tool that brings up a Raspberry Pi, uh, it runs a, a simple demo in terms of capturing weather data and you're ingesting that data into the IoT Hub. Everything is step by step, you don't need an Azure subscription to get it started, you just go in, it's a sandbox, you can do uh, the implementation of the emulated uh, Raspberry Pi right into the IoT Hub, ingesting the information, using the provisioning tool to provision out, this is what the, the template or markup of this, in essence it's an ARM template for the, right. for the Raspberry Pi, right. what I want it to do, what I want it to capture. Um, you can use this, a new solution called Device Twinning, which was announced, right, that uh, was announced at, at Ignite. As well. um, device Twinning, now I can have a staged environment. So I have uh, 100 of these devices that are out there capturing weather data, and I want to change it to also incorporate humidity. And so before I do this on a full-scale full implementation, the IT Pro can set up a staged environment using the device twin. So it's in essence the running device. It's a digital, it's a digital twin of your physical infrastructure. Correct. And I can actually go through then and give that staging area to the developer to run tests on and build out the solution, blow away ad nauseum as required, spin it up as, as required um, to do full on testing. And then when it gets, once it gets to that point where now we want to deploy, now you just push it on as live and it pushes it out all through the devices. And Very it's nice. seamless, right? So right. it's a great uh, management solution tool. And then from the security perspective, the announcement of Azure Sphere. 
So the, the tri-level security uh, mechanism, secure hardware. So the MCUs inside of the, the breadboards themselves, the IoT devices, um, the hardware spec is done in such a way where it's then attached to uh, Azure Sphere software, the OS, that will run on the Raspberry Pi, or the Raspberry Pi, Raspberry Pi or, or other devices that are out there that support the MCU technology. Raspberry Pi is not quite there yet. It'll probably be there in right. future, future iterations. Um, but the OS running on top of the breadboard Right, and then you have the gateway, the Azure Sphere gateway. That is the third. Hey, is the OS and the MCU in line? Is it in check? Is it, are these you know have they been tampered with? No. Then I'll ingest the information. Gotcha. And what's beautiful, what's beautiful about the solution is, then from that point, that information can go to any cloud. Obviously, we love for it to go to Azure. Right. Well, you know, that's real world here. But you're right? saying that can go to AWS, Google. It doesn't matter it, where it, its destination. We is. understand that. You know, no organization is just going to use one cloud. They're going to want to use multi-cloud because they want to have redundancy. We're going to have that cap capability. Right. So the beauty of that solution is it manages the security aspect of ensuring that the devices have been tampered tampered with or the the data is not being siphoned. And after that point, you plug it into whatever cloud solution you want to. But knowing that your end your endpoints of that IoT device are secure. So so. With all of this said, what would be your one takeaway piece of advice to an IT pro who maybe has an explore? You mentioned Microsoft Learn, great resource to go start learning about this stuff. But but what's the one kind of thing you would say to an IT pro you were sitting down across from that is just starting to kind of get into this stuff? They're, they're settled in their IT pro role, but now it's time to expand. It's time to knock down those silos. What's that next step? You got to find out what's going on. You have to go and talk to the business. Um, I was my biggest concern while delivering that session was when I asked how many people are currently involved in an IoT project or know of an IoT project at their organization. Nobody no put hands up there. Went up, that's no right. hands went up. That has to happen first, right? You got to go out there and you have to find out what your business is, is trying to do. Um, a lot of businesses are looking at this, and it's like everything from banking to retail to education to military to you name it. Um, so there's got to be something going on. 80 billion devices currently in the world right. deployed on IoT. Pretty sure. The likelihood is your business is doing something. Correct. And, and if it's not, and that's fine, and you have an interest in IoT, then look at your own environment. What could you fix, or what data would be important to you? Something as simple as a server room temperature gauge, right? And I'm not saying to control the temperature gauge, but what about you know you're monitoring? Let's look at retail. Retail, Christmas time, it gets busy, you have on-prem servers and a hybrid solution, and they're spinning hot. And you're noticing that during Christmas time, you're, you're, you've got to turn down the thermostat even further to cool down the room. How about if you were to be able to predict that, right? And then show a cost savings to the organization and say, hey, I did some predictive analytics in terms of the data from last year and when the server spun up hot because of the, the hot Christmas season. Now I'm doing that analytics in terms of how do I predict so I can set the temperature gauge accordingly to save the organization. To introduce some automatics in there. Right. To, to adjust. So, so if, if there, it is a rarity that an organization is not looking at IoT for a solution, look at your own environment, but come up with a plan. Don't just go out there and grab devices and, and, and start playing with them. Do that just from a hobbyist standpoint. But come up with a plan, present that plan to the business decision makers at the organization and you know, get acceptance and then build out, how are we gonna build this out? Do this as a pilot project, right? Having that seat at the table is really important for the IT professional because the fact that 
They, un they understand what's going on in their organization. They can capture the data securely, and they can ensure that these devices that are connected to the network are also secure. So there is no data leaks and there's no blame to happen. Perfect. And, and that's the best overall for your bottom line, right. for the business bottom line. So Anthony, do me a favor. Let people know, where can they find you at? Where do you hang out at for people to interact with you? So hang out a lot on Twitter. Um, so my eyes, it's at Wireless Life. Um, we have a new blog that's coming up, so itopstalk.com. Uh, uh, and what's great about that blog is it's a new type of format where it's a forum and a blog. Okay. Um, so we're we're grabbing lots of opportunities for interaction of with folks. Yeah, it's it's bring us your questions. Okay. Right. Um, the team itself can also be contacted via Twitter, uh, via hashtag AZOps, uh, which is our, our hashtag where okay. we're starting to have questions come in. And we're going to be at conferences uh, at a conference near you. So again, oh, you know, here good. at IT. Because part of what you guys are doing is like you're here at IT DevCon this week. You not only brought content right. and presentations, but you're here to interact with folks and talk to folks Correct. about what's going on. We'll be on the Ignite uh, Roadshow Tour that's coming oh, up as oh, well, starting cool. in November. Okay. So we will be around the world, which is awesome. Um, and just online, right? We're, we're everywhere. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate you taking some time to talk to me about a very important subject, I yes. think, for IT pros. And that's the IoT side of things. So thanks again. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Anthony.